grief. Can you believe it? Most podcasts last six to eight episodes. This is, holy smokes, episode 10. So this is probably the last one we're going to do. We're in it for the long haul, 12 and a half years. I am 50% of your co-host. I'm the chief. Hopefully I'm joined over on the uh, airwaves by my good buddy. Hi, chief. It's Parky. He is there. Yes, we can do episode 10. Uh, otherwise, it would have been a pretty boring one with just me. I'd probably pretended to be Pucky. Yeah, uh, I'm in Ramsgate and uh, I'm going <laughs> skating and doing some drumming. <laughs> I started listening to myself, only with a more interesting voice. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Are All the better for today? chatting to you. I am. Oh. Yeah, eleven yeah. o'clock every eleven o'clock every Friday. I've been practicing yeah, quite a lot this week. Actually, time for skateboarding today. No, I was going to do it straight after. So the skate park is just the other side of where I have my drum lessons. Yes. And I, no, I've got a sore back, so I'm going to do some. Oh, beer, okay. I'm going to do some beer brewing today. Nice. nice. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit hopefully windy outside as well. Hopefully, some non-rank ones today. Hopefully. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. What, what's uh, your What's your week? What's your week brought you? My week. It's, yeah, it's, it's been an interesting week, Chief. I am. Um, I've decided this week um, to to do a digital detox detox i've got myself yeah. a, i've got myself a, a, a dumb phone um and i'm trying yes. to live life back in 2005 and incredible it's, it's, it's really interesting well it's not like a total dumb phone so it's a lie right no. from the start it's um yes. it's sort of <laughs> it's kind of like halfway between a dumb phone and a digital phone well it's not it's a digital right. phone and it connects to He's the line again he says two lies in a row there <laughs> I really I had to believe anything this man says. <laughs> when, when I was when I was looking to do this, I literally made compromises at every step of the way, and that compromise <laughs> yeah. always favoured like the status quo. So yeah. I have this yeah. I have this phone. It's a flip phone. It's um yeah. it's it's a cat S twenty two. So Caterpillar, the brand. If you're looking ah, to... you sent me the message. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, I did. Yeah, well, I, so didn't know what, I didn't reply to it because I didn't know what you were sending me. It's a it's a rugged phone, and it made it reminded me of you rugged. know Charlie Charlie Brown, Charlie who Brown. self you know self self describes himself as rugged. Yes. Um, it's yeah, it's decided. So it's a phone that it's it's marketed to people who work on construction sites. Gotcha, um, I know the so, ones. Yeah, so people who have proper jobs, not like people like so me. You can <laughs> drop that sucker twenty feet, and it'll be fine. Yeah, in, in, into cement, and it'll be fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like it's like the phone version of the the Toyota Hilux, and it's um <laughs> so yeah, it flips open. What I wanted was a phone that was essentially a dumb phone but had whatsapp um and a few apps that i don't mess around on and waste time on um but like apps that help my life so you know like i can get to the train line and get my train ticket um gotcha but you know it's not like even things like what are the tides doing in ramsgate that i mean i could i could sit on that for hours and just like (laughs) okay so the tide in you know july 2025 is going to be out at 6 a.m so i won't go swimming then um, cool. that's, like yeah, that's how much I tried to avoid, you know, being in the present, <laughs> being in the present moment. So yeah, this is, uh, it's, it's been interesting so far. I tried to and go that's a week. Do you say it was a week or is this long term? So I'm trying to do this like forever now. This is like long term. Love um, it. But the, the, I, there's a real kind of, again, a compromise moment where I was like, okay, I'm going to go old school keyboards. So you remember the old school keyboards where you'd like yeah, you know, yeah, to, yeah. to yeah. get an E, you'd press three twice and that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I went uh, yeah, I, I sort of disabled the the because it's got a touchscreen as well. So again, it's not exactly, it's not exactly a total dumb phone. And so I, I disabled the touch the touchscreen keyboard and went to, yes. to the analog keyboard. Uh, oh my yes. word! Like it was driving me well, nuts. So I, I was going to say, uh, you're you, you probably spend longer type ten times longer typing that message. So you're actually on that device for ten times longer because it takes so bloody long. 
Exactly, and 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 they're not the, the messages are not well, you know, not well grammaticized, you know, they're no. well spelt, um, you know. That so I yeah, ditched that. But anyway, so that's that's that. So <laughs> if it takes me about three weeks to get back to a message and it's just a one word answer, yes, um, you know why? Yeah. How, okay, how about understood. your witch? I, I I do love that sentiment. However, when you said I'm going back to live my life in a better time of 2005, what you should have said you're going back to 1995 because that was a better time than 2005. Was, although yeah. you wouldn't have had a you wouldn't have had a mobile phone. You'd have had to have a landline. Go back to landlines. Yeah, the 1990s. And remembering people's numbers. That, that was objectively the best decade. Tricky, tricky. Tricky. Um, he, he was then 1990s, yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> what's, what's your, how's the... Um, I'm, I'm desperate to find out how your um, two meals a day peanut butter um, diet well, is going. Theoretically, it came to an end. I was doing a week. So theoretically, it okay. came to an end yesterday, although I did have three crumpets and a bagel with peanut butter this morning. So it feels like it's carrying on. Yeah. Um, although I, I, I feel like I've got a knock on the head because bloated is not the word. You eat that much bread, you are in tea rubble, I'm telling you. Um, I mean, you, you feel good while you're eating the peanut butter breaded product, but then for the rest of the day, you are sluggish. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, it's been a good experiment. I don't know what the goal or the hypothesis of the experiment was. So we just chalk it up to uh, an idiotic act, I think. Chalk it, chalk it up to success. What about um, well, spre spreading your peanut butter on a carrot or, um, or a slice of apple? Well, you, you say that, but I did have it on a Peshwari naan last night. <laughs> uh, so it's still bread. So, so it's still bread, exactly, exactly. But I also had that... Um, I also had that uh, sultana and coconut uh, vibe going on as well. Oh, yeah, the fiber. Now, is a peshwari actually sultanas or is it raisins? I don't know if there's a sure. difference. I avoid anything that is small, wrinkly and has a really awful t fruit taste to it. Okay, I am bang into, say, my next one. I am bang, bang, bang into dried fruits. Is I will it? eat a whole bag of dried apricots in a day. Now, that is about 20 times your, your sugar allowance for the day. It's kind of like the old Jaffa cake diet. But um, yeah, I'm banging. So I might do a whole. I might do a week coming up now of two meals a day of just dried fruit. Yeah, well, that that will um, that will get all of the, the peanut butter diabetes. and bread bloated yeah. out, of yeah. system, out of your system. Yeah, and diabetes. Yeah. You, you, well, you can get like um, some dried fruit is glazed, isn't it? Like cranberries yes. normally have like a sugar glaze. Um, I'm it. not sure why, because I love a I love a tart cranberry. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, love and it. That, that sugar sound. glaze. Really, yeah. oh, I tell you what, I had yesterday. No, no, two days ago, I went down to Bournemouth to see my mate Ben flying retro, and uh, <laughs> we jumped in the sea at like 10 30 a.m. And it was, <laughs> it was not actually too bad, very, very choppy, very chop suey uh, waves were coming in hard. We kind of went up to our necks, and I lost my glasses. Big wave came, smashed the chief in the face, glasses <laughs> off his head, gone. <laughs> And I'm no. like, they are gone. And he was like, whoa, don't give up so quickly. I was like, what are you talking about? I'm in the sea and I've lost my glasses. They could you be anywhere by them. Now. You ain't finding them, pal. I'm not kidding. 30 seconds later, I stepped on them. I was like, hey, there they are. And I hooked them up with my toes. Incredible I scenes. I love it. I, I think I'd have been the same as you. Like, I would have, my immediate thought was, well, you know, I, I could have drifted to Hawaii by now. Like, yeah, there's, no, exactly. there's no way of finding these. Exactly. And that was like a 300 pound pair of glasses. And I'm like now blind for the rest of the day. Oh, so mate. great but anyway so, i found them and then i remembered i had a bag i had a, in my bag i had a pack of new sour baby wham chews now 
You know, I know you love a wham bar. Love a wham bar. If only it was peanut butter based, we could have had it in a segment on this show. Um, but I do love a wham bar. But they've made these wham, they're called wham sour space babies. And they look, look like jelly babies, but they're kind of the foamy, like the Haribo foamy texture. Yeah. But they're sour and they're better than Tangfastics. So yeah. if you're in your local, where did I get them? Tesco. If you're in your local Tesco, look out for the, no, Iceland. Look out for okay. the wham uh, sour space babies. Oh, will do. But yeah, that, that's like, pretty yeah. much all I've done is uh, eat peanut butter and bread products, go swim and lose my glasses, and eat eat sweets. What do you mean? All you've done? That's like more than many men can accomplish in a lifetime. <laughs> Again, success. I'll ding it up. I just got a success chart here with ticks all over the place. <laughs> I found uh, my glasses in the sea. Yeah, ding. <laughs> I can I can rest for the rest of the week. Uh, meanwhile, the energy bills are due, the mortgage is due, and I've got no money. Listen. But I am doing a 12 and a half year podcast. Now, look, I'm going to send you a picture. I'm going to send you a picture right now because it's time for Snack for the Show. Peanut snacks for the show. Going to eat some peanut snacks. Peanut snacks for the show. Going to eat some peanut snacks. Oh, yeah. Peanut snacks on the peanut show. Going to peanut show with the peanut snacks right now. Right. Okay. Uh, here we go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at this. Send me a like... picture of what I got. This is off the back of what you had last week. So if you, everyone remembers what Parky had last week, he had the um, peanut flavored puffs. Now you got that? Oh, I have got. Oh yes. What yeah, I got yeah. here is I got Bamba peanut butter puffs. Wow. Wow. Where I'm, so I'm this looking is... at this on a 2.5 inch screen, and it's amazing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So what did you do with your old phone? Oh, it's in, so the, 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 the system is... Just in is case the, you need to go back to it, it's there. The, yeah, the old phone is now used, like, you know the way someone might use a tablet, like, you know, yes. like a half an hour in an evening, every now and then, yep. they'll bring the tablet out, they'll do whatever. So that's that's yep. that's what the old phone's going to be used for. I only really just bought it. I bought it about seven months ago. It's a £500 phone. Right, okay. Yeah. Anyway, not the £500 quick, a lot of quick money. aside... Quick aside, uh, any golf aficionados out there, Ryder Cup this week, and I'm just going to give you a quick update. Opening foursomes, Europe, uh, Ram and Hatton are winning the first one. They are three up through 11. Hovland and Alberg are beating Homer and Harmon. They are three up through 10. Lovely stuff. Uh, Shane Lowry and Sepp Stracker are four up against Fowler and Morikawa. Don't know why Fowler was included. It was a strange wildcard selection by Zach Johnson, the American captain. They are four up through nine. And McElroy and Fleetwood are two up uh, against Chauflay and Cantlay through eight. So it is all blue on the board for Europe. Go Europe. And this will, of course, be exceptionally timely and relevant when this podcast comes out three days after hey. the Ryder Cup's over. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Didn't think of that. Dated. However, we have got a golf strip in this week's episode. We have. There's the link. Justified. Just, I'll put a tick, tick success there on the chart. Listen, Bamba peanut butter puffs. Very tall, skinny bag. Um, but... Let's go in. I like the I like the, the tall skinny bag. It really isn't for sharing, is it? Like only one small hand can get in there. Three, correct. Three big key points on the front of this thing. It says gluten free is the first one. I'm not too bored about gluten. Maybe I should be. Number two, <laughs> craveable peanutty crunch. <laughs> craveable <laughs> peanutty crunch. Incredible. I mean, how do you spell peanutty? They put it with two T's. I guess it is two T's. I'll right. spell it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Craveable peanutty crunch. Incred that should be on a T-shirt. Yeah. No GMO ingredients. So immediately I'm thinking, well, it ain't going to taste as good as it could if it did have GMO. 
how do we feel about um, each word in a sentence being capped up like that? Um, well, I do that for the titles of our episodes. I do. <laughs> Listen, let's get to the main meat of the conversation. They are not quite as dissolved in the mouth, I think, as the ones you had last week. They're quite small. They're quite dense. They have got a craveable peanutty crunch. However, however, oh, I am getting peanut butter. I thought I'm not getting it, but on the back end, on the palate, after you, the tasting notes are coming through. It's more of a, it's more of a smooth peanut butter taste rather than a crunchy peanut butter taste. Um, this overall, is really interesting. I'm gonna, overall, I'm going to give for me and you, for no one else. Um, <laughs> overall. As a snack. Now, yeah. I do like my potato chips with a heavy salt content. I'm a, I'm a big salt fan. That might be my next diet, salt-based diet. Um, <laughs> so I will get out that salt shaker and crunch up that Himalayan pink sea salt on pretty much any food I eat. Swimming in the sea with your mouth open. <laughs> yeah, yeah, love that. <laughs> So these don't have a particularly salty taste for a potato chip. Obviously, as you'd expect, because they're peanut butter flavoured. <laughs> but, so they haven't got quite the Moorishness of, I need another one, I need another one, I need to drink 10 litres of water after I've had it, kind of thing, mm -hmm. which I like. Um, yeah. uh, peanut, but Bamba, peanut butter puffs. Uh, as a snack, I'm giving them five out of 10. As a peanut butter snack, I'm actually going to give them six out of 10. What one of the things I one of the things I just love about this is it's it's not like a peanut puff it's a peanut butter puff. Yeah. Like so yeah. it could do you think that they do a peanut puff as well? Like is there a discernible flavor difference do you think between a peanut puff and a peanut butter no, puff? No because they've got mixed up in their marketing. They've called it let me get it again. They've called it a peanut butter puff but they put craveable peanutty crunch. They should have put craveable peanutty buttery crunch. <laughs> Peanut buttery crunch. <laughs> peanutty buttery. And who wants crunchy butter? I mean, yeah, there's, there's some, there's some, uh, some copywriting issues uh, definitely well, going on. I might, on get in touch, I might get in touch with, um, with um, OSEM, O-S-E-M, and, and have a word with their marketing team, see if they need some pointers or guidance. Let's move on to what this podcast is all actually about. Or yeah. is it really about, I don't know. It's about eating snacks, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, now, this is July 1951. We'll do a quick frame count, then we'll give our overall impressions, then we'll break into some strips. Cool. So, Charlie Brown, easily number one. Easily number one. Did you, did you like, I mean... Probably just... his highest percentage win so far. Do you know what, though? I mean, I'm not asking I, you to do the stats on that, but... No, no, but I, th I did think that, but I was incorrect, and uh, as oh. a result, you are too. <laughs> <laughs> but like it, re it really, it really struck me like just the first, the first strip that didn't contain Charlie Brown. I was like, hang on a sec, and I had to yeah. go back. And he's like, in, I mean, I, I did so just as a, just a, just to give context to the frame count this week. Charlie Brown um, features in every strip but two in this month. Wow, isn't that mental? Like, that I remember is the first the, showing. The first month, Charlie Brown was the low. I think he was the least most used character in October 1950. And now we least have him. Least most used. I'm trying to work it out. <laughs> least, least most used. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Least used. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Journalist over here. Journalist. So Charlie Brown, yeah, number one, 80. 
80 frames. So it's, wow. not even a re- it's not even a record for him, though. Like, he no. has had 80 plus before. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's just, I think, every single joke seems to revolve around him this week. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Patty is two. Patty is two at 39. So, like, yeah, so for every two strips Charlie Brown is in, or two frames Charlie Brown is in, Patty is in one. Yeah, yeah that's how maths works. And then three, <laughs> uh, this is tough, because I think they're probably, well, listen, Schroeder is last, so then... Who am I sticking in? Uh, I suppose you've got... Who have I still got? I've got... <laughs> I love these got incorrect Shirley. assumptions that you just whack in there. <laughs> oh, sure, Schroeder is not last. Schroeder is not last. Not last by a long shot. Violet's last. <laughs> yes, Violet is last. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, going, we're starting at the top, going down to the middle, going back to the bottom, moving up to the middle. There you go. That's our roll. Like so for Violet... People. Keep them on Violet toes. is last. So do you want to go who's the third most... Or the second most least. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take second most least for five points, please, Alex. Yeah, go um, on. I'll, I'll take... No, it's right. So let's go top to bottom. Charlie yep. Brown, Patty. Yeah. Yep. Um, Shermie. No. Violet. No. Snoopy. <laughs> We've already established Violet's last. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. First, yeah, Snoopy. Snoopy's number three yeah. with 23. Now, this segment, I don't know points. how many legs... How many, how much legs, whatever, this segment has when there's 20 characters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is, um, there, so but there, there, is, there is a decline, isn't there, as, as new ones come in as well. Yeah. Like, for instance, now, we know, we know that Patty is a character that eventually sort of gets, like, pretty much phased out. But, like, you can't imagine at the moment Patty ever not being in this. Yes. You know, I look at Patty now and, I, you know, I see that she's on borrowed time. Um, yep. But like she's so she's like routinely the second most used character um, uh, um, in these early in these early kind of um, strips. Uh, anyway, yeah. anyway, we've got, sure. we've got anyway. you've got down to Snoopy correct in in third spot. Then it's uh, Shermie. No, no. <laughs> I love it. Then it's Shermie. I've got this one right. <laughs> no, you haven't. Then, I don't know. Then it's Schroeder. Schroeder. Schroeder is fourth. Yeah. He's in sixteen frames this week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then it's Shermie. Then it's Shermie in the, the with eleven. Yeah. And then Violet in ten. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There we go. That started right, about good, ten good. minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, woo! This is a podcast and a half. Uh, we're shedding listeners by the minute. Now, listen. What are? <laughs> hey, tell you what though. Frame count, uh, smile count for Charlie Brown. Uh, more frowns than smiles. There's about four strips he's in with smiles and six with frowns, and the rest are he's nonplussed. I couldn't really. I couldn't give it a definitive smile or a frown. So it's just kind okay. of the middle of the road, Charlie Brown, I call him. Yeah, uh, that's that small mouth that's sort of kind of yep. flat. Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, so that is his situation this week. What's your overall feeling for the month? I, I, I really enjoyed this month. Um, I've given it um, a seven out of 10. Um, it's it's yep. very Charlie Brown heavy. A lot, I think there's a lot of very funny Charlie Brown moments. You know, you talked about the frowns. I think there's a lot of kind of that, that frowny sort of kind of comedy. Um, yeah, yeah, I was, I was, um, I was a big fan of it. It's a lot of, a lot of um, parents. It's almost like Parent Month this month. Of, I've got a of... note here that says heavy on the parents. Yeah, it is, really is, isn't it? Like, it's, there's a lot of um, mums and dads mentioned, obviously, because yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. who parents are. But that's, um, that's how it works. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So what about I yourself? was, a, I'm nah, I, 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 one of the weakest months for me. Ah, oh, interesting. But however, as we've seen on previous episodes or heard. It, a man's opinion can easily be altered. Yeah. So, 
So let's uh, see what we can do for, for Parky to big up the strip to his level seven claims. <laughs> I feel under so much pressure. Well, now, I, now, I, go on. Sorry, I, was, I, was, I mean, I was just going to go straight in there and ignore what you had to say and just get going with my, th- with my, um, with my yes, strips. Please. Shall I do yes, it? Please, yeah, do it. Do it. All yeah, right, of I'm, I'm going to start off not with a specific strip, but with a bit of a theme. Yes. Um, and which includes a couple of strips, but I won't go through all the strips okay. um, in their entirety. But I, I had this theme like around like Charlie, Brown, and we've talked about this before. Charlie Brown's learning, you know, what what yeah. stage of learning? What can he do? What does his mind, what is his mind capable of, yeah. maths wise, English wise? I think I think we understood he learned to read at the end of May 1951, between uh, before June 1951. Strip started. That's right. He learned to read in a day, didn't he? It's like it suddenly. However. Clicked. He can't. He's not fully there yet. I don't think, as we'll experience here from some strips. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so like July, um, July sixth, um, yes. is the first one. So this is about Charlie Brown's where he is in his in his in his learning phase. He can read. He can read time. Remember, like up until this point, he's not been able yes. to read a clock. Um, ah, do you remember, we had one no. strip. Yes. Where he where he had to he had to use his arms to say where the minute hand and where the hour hand was. Yes, um, that was December twenty first, nineteen fifty. Oh wow! You, have you, well, that's amazing. It's in my. I'm looking at my sheet. It's in my top twenty strips of all time. Oh, okay, that's interesting. And then, and then last month we had. Um, I think was it last month or the month before? Patty asked him the time, and he said it was like four o'clock. And she yep. she asked, "Can you read? Can you read the clock?" And he said, "No, they just said it on the radio." Ah. And that was last okay. month. I think that was last so month. So with his clock hands, he must have got lucky in December 20, 21st. Just yes. stuck his arms in the air and it just happened yeah. to be around the time it was. And then so and then on, on strip on the frame one of um of the strip on sixth of July. The sixth of sixth of July, yeah. He says he's looking at the clock. It's one of those old old fashioned sort of carriage clocks. And it's yep. gee, it's almost five o'clock. And then as he, he goes into a story about his dad coming home from work. And he likes to go out and stand by the gate because it gives his dad a feeling of security. Quite like it. But so therefore, like he can read, he can read time. But then yep. we flip forward to July 30th. Like we can read the time. Um, he can't count to 10. No. So he's, he's playing, he's playing hide and seek with Patty. Um, yep. Patty optimistically asks him or says to him, you count to 20 <laughs> and I'll hide. <laughs> She runs off, I know, just a place, sitting with a smile on her face around the wall. I mean, it looks like a terrible hiding place, if Oh, I'm it's honest. not as good as Charlie Brown's behind a tree. Well, <laughs> no. no, it's probably better from a hiding yeah. perspective because you can't see her head, no. but still bad. <laughs> Charlie Brown would be better off hiding behind a wall. And so yeah. he says, she says, Charlie Brown will never find me here, which is obviously wrong. And then he comes around and he says, Patty, what comes after 10? So he, he, he can't count to 10. But then, then we flip back. And um, this brings us to sort of like your Ryder Cup. Um, we go to the 18th of July. This is the link to the Ryder Cup. Um, yes. You're watching the Ryder Cup right now, aren't you? Uh, well, I've got, no, because it's on, <laughs> I've got it on Sky Go, which is on the laptop, which is downstairs. So I've got Bet365 open so I can track my bets at the same time as what the scores are. I'll, I'll get you. Um, so this, I mean, this is a great one. Again, it's Charlie Brown playing sport. He's having a big swing of the golf club, tongue out of the mouth, like concentrating. Yep. The ball kind of like bounces once and stops three feet ahead of him. Snoopy then picks up the ball. Snoopy runs with the ball as Charlie Brown sort of hums or whistles because we can see the yep. music notes. And then in the full frame, Snoopy drops the ball in the hole. And then Charlie Brown, another par. So he can yep. like, you know, he can use numbers in relation to other numbers. Yes. <laughs> and then that gives us a 69. So like, yep. I mean, he's counting to 69. 
Yep. Yeah, he's uh, he's saying to Patty, I can't count to ten. Maybe yep. he's joking I like with this Patty. Strip. I don't know. I like this strip. I like this strip a lot. Um, I like this strip. You get the, you get, I think the only instance of the tongues of Charlie Brown in this one, which is concentration tongue. And yep. I like any, like you, I like any sports-based strip. Uh, I like the fact that Charlie Brown is happy. And I like the fact that he doesn't, I don't think he views this as cheating. Uh, no. I think he just views it as, right, I'm having fun. Snoopy's helping me out. It's a tag team um, event here. Let's let's go. Next hole. So, yep. yeah. yeah. I, li- I like that. I like that. I like the fact he takes his dog. Yeah. Go around the if golf it is his well. dog. If, if it, it is, is his dog. dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, used to, I used to caddy at Sunnendale Golf Course. And I used to have to, one of the jobs I had to do for one particular golfer was walk their dogs yep. around the golf course. That's it. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I like, um, I like these, these, this little kind of like, we don't really know where he is. I guess it's like the whole chronology of, of peanuts in, in that there is none. Um, it's all very, all very loose. All works for the jokes. Um, so yeah, that was yep. sort of kind of one one thing I kind of liked. My, but my favourite, I mean, my favourite strip was the very first one. After um, just just because <laughs> it's, it's just great. classic. The first it one made, is great. It, yeah, it really made me. It really made me guffaw. So um, so it's yeah, it's the second of July, but the first one of the month. Um, we see, or we assume to be Charlie Brown uh, at the start, um, underneath a, a sheet, so he looks like a ghost, and he says "boo, boo, boo," and then in the second strip, he's saying "boo" again, and then but Patty and Violet are there, and Patty says, "What sheet? What sheet isn't very? Oh, that sheet isn't very white, is it, Violet?" And then um, Violet says, "Mrs. Brown must be getting careless with her washing." And then we see Charlie Brown say boo <laughs> in the last frame. He's sitting on the curb and he just says rats. Yeah. <laughs> it's classic. And Snoopy's got a question mark. Snoopy's got a question mark. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. It is, I mean, it is he great. looks like a Pac-Man ghost, number one. Yeah. And number two, if you needed any indication about how big his head is, <laughs> this is it. Because it, the sheet goes over his head straight to the floor. There's no shoulders. There's no arms. There's no body there. It's li- literally the width of his head is from top to bottom. Incredible. His feet must never get wet unless he unless he's sitting down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and um, just uh, so I, I, I know I've been talking a bit, so I'm just going to mention one more strip, and then we can I'll pass over to you, Chief, as a 50% co-host. So that it's it's um actually it's on the 4th of July, so another early one on. Uh, we've got um, and the reason why I like this is just because it just reminds me of my own mother who who used to say this to me. So it, we see we see Charlie Brown and Violet walking down the street. Charlie Brown's next to the shop or a window. Um, Violet's walking on the outside of him, and Violet says to Charlie Brown, "You're walking on the wrong side." And then in the next frame, the man is supposed to walk on the side nearest the curb, and then Charlie Brown, with his hands on his haunches, you know, and frowning, says, "Why?" And then um, Violet says, um, "Sorry, Patty says." So the woman can look in the store windows. Yeah. And uh, it's not it's not a particularly funny one, but it just reminds me of my mum. So when I it's my mum who always said to me, "The man walks on the outside." Um, yes. So I've I've always had that in my mind. I'd always work on the on the walk on the curbside. It, you know, when I'm a remember, or if there's like um, sometimes when you're kind of crossing a road, all of a sudden you end up on the the other side. Yeah. And my mum said to me recently, we were walking the dog around the street near where my mum lives. And uh, I was walking on the inside and my mum was walking on the outside and she turns to me and she says, have you got me up for sale or something? And apparently that's what, uh, that's what it comes from in her mind. Right, I see. Is that I, I guess I was the sort of pimp and I was pimping yeah. out my own mother 
yes. um, on, on the curb side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Move, moving, moving swiftly on. Moving uh, swiftly on. So, yeah, we'll talk about um, some of the family strips in a little bit, just, just because there is quite a lot of references. But my two favourite strips of the month, outside of strip, the first one, the, the ghost one, which is great, there, there was only another couple that really had me, had me internally laughing or externally laughing. Uh, and that is on the 24th of July. Just no context to it. It's just funny because there's no context to it. 24th of July, Patty's on, on the bleachers, on the steps, and she says, a parade. And it's all in kind of like jaggedy writing. So she's almost shouting, a parade. Oh, boy. Number two, big smile on her face, walking um, from left to right. There's nothing that I like better than a parade. And then panel three, she's smiling, and here's Charlie Brown <laughs> holding a miniature flag with some kind of band band leader hat on with a big chin strap, massive because his head's so big. And there's also Snoopy wearing a, a hat as well. No, just walking past. And panel four, she's back on the step reading a book. Well, let's see now. Where was I? It's like what? <laughs> just. Just ridiculous. What, what's, what's this clown and his dog doing? <laughs> I like it. I like anyone where, where Snoopy is dressed up like um, uh, a human. Like a human. Yeah, like yeah. a human character. Like, you know, when we saw Snoopy wearing Charlie Brown's t shirt uh, yeah. a couple yeah. of months ago. Yeah. Um, I like that. Probably, one. probably my favourite strip of the month is actually on July 26th. And Charlie Brown is walking along and he's like, now who did, now who drew that? And he's looking at a fence with a picture of himself and Charlie Brown written underneath. And it's quite a good little drawing of Charlie Brown, I think. Uh, he's just kind of just look, looking fine. And then at number two, he's, he's massively frowning, hands on hips. And he's like, what an insult. That's not me at all. And I'm thinking, well, it actually looks like you, Charlie Brown. I don't know, what's your, problem? What's your beef? <laughs> and then number three, he's like, I'll have to fix this right away. And he's got his pen out. And number four, he's off panel and it's just a close-up of the fence. And he's drawn a massive smile on this uh, drawing's face. And I was just like... I really like that because Charlie Brown sees himself as being happy all the time. He see, you know, no matter how many times his frown count is up or how many times he's pissed <laughs> off or mad at people, you know, he internally sees himself as this happy-go-lucky kid. So although we think he is life's loser and mm. he's got these insecurities and neuroses, maybe he doesn't, and, and he does voice those neuroses pretty much all the time when he's looking at someone else's impression of him, he wants it to be with a smile on his face. Yeah, I, I, I had this one. I really like this one, Chief, as well. I like um, I, I like it for exactly the same reason as well. And that he's, you know, I think he, he sees himself as, or he is at least, despite the fact that he always loses, he always yes. gets up, dusts himself off and tries again. <laughs> and yeah. that's just the, that is the beauty of Charlie Brown. What I love about this strip is who drew this? Who's going around graphing? Yeah. Charlie Brown on a local fence. Yeah, it's got to be. It's yeah. got to be one of the characters, isn't it? So is it? Is yeah, it has it, to is be. It... I mean, and is it? What was their intended? What was their modus operandi? What What was their intended? Was it a a uh, supposed to be a slur on Charlie Brown, or was it supposed to be an homage to Charlie Brown, or was it just I like drawing Charlie Brown, or was it just a a, a very complex tag? Yeah, <laughs> I think the very the very fact that someone has drawn Charlie Brown. Is an homage to him. Like I know he's yeah. not a fan of the fact that it's. I mean, he's not. He's not frowning in the, in the other pictures, is he? He's sort of kind of got that almost confused look on his face. But anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, on July the tenth, Charlie Brown's playing baseball. Yes, back to back to homely fun. Yeah. Uh, come on, throw it again in here. 
She can't hit it, and he's playing catcher. Patty has got a determined look on her face, wielding this baseball bat. And then panel two, uh, she has uh, popped one. It says pow, massive power swing here, you know, channeling her in a Barry Bonds. I don't think she's on the steroids, though. And Charlie Brown's given the question mark. And then panel three, he's just sitting there like, what's happened here? And then panel four, she's come back round. And he's like, I missed you while you're away. She's obviously hit a home run. And mm. I like this early example of girl power here. I love I love this strip. I think this is a great one. Um, yeah, I like that. I like, yeah, I like the tongue. Patty brings her tongue out. It's not just Charlie Brown. She's got the tongue out, the oh, concentration yeah, has, tongue yeah. in, in frame yeah, yeah. two. Um, what I, what, I, I two questions about this this particular strip. One is is Charlie Brown, and this is this is going to highlight probably my lack of total lack of peanuts knowledge. Is yes. Charlie Brown always a catcher? I thought he was a no, pitcher. No, I think he's a pitcher as well. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, Maybe and, they and, all you know switch positions. Yeah, because Schroeder's also a pitcher, I think as well. Oh god, you know I can't remember. Right. I'm looking forward to when the, the baseball stuff really starts to develop. Yes, um, for in, sure. in Charlie Brown. Obviously, the football stuff is going to be the key. The, oh, the football but, stuff! I'm so excited. Yeah. I saw I saw one on on Facebook the other day. Obviously, pre right. pre dumb yes. phone, and uh, it was a Woodstock one holding the yes. ball. And oh, yeah, okay. anyway, we'll get to it in Classic. about thirty years. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, my, my second thought about this one was the 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 drawing of the knit. I mean, in in frame one, that looks like a cooking glove. An oven mitt. It doesn't look. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. And like, I'm sure we've had, and we've had baseball ones, obviously already. And I'm sure Schultz has thrown a bit more effort into a, a, a better looking mitt. Yeah. In I think in frame two, you can see where the mitt is sort of kind of turned inwards, and you've got the kind of that yeah. sort of gap. Um, with a little bit of detail. Oh no, it's not. It's the thumb because you can see in frame three. I just think it's, it's yeah. The, the, there's not really been much thought gone into the mitt. Thankfully, you know, the, I think all the energy went into creating. I think is a really nice strip, and um, quite funny, yes. um, and quite and quite warm. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Um, like we mentioned earlier, a lot of uh, parents' references. So we had the one that Parky mentioned earlier, where Charlie Brown's looking at the clock because he's waiting for his dad to come home. I think it's the first mention of his dad, possibly. Then yeah. on uh, the twelfth of July. Charlie Brown is he's very happy. He's run out to the garage. He's pulled out an old school lawnmower. And he's like, I like to do things for my dad. And then uh, he says, he's a good guy. And then in panel three, he says, there, whew, that was hard and I expected. And then in panel four, he says, but now he can start right in. As, but now, <laughs> wait a minute. But now he can start right in as soon as he gets home from work. Okay, fine, yeah. So he's got the lawnmower out and he's not actually doing the lawnmowing. He's just got it out for his dad. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we've got another tongue of Charlie Brown. So I think I've caught three tongues oh, yeah. of Charlie Brown. This is the um, I'm knackered one. Yeah, I, I really like this one. I think the the comedy, the, obviously the comedy size of this wee lad bringing out this big lawnmower in frame two. Yep. I think is very humorous. Yeah, obviously the yep. the tongue out of the mouth, um, and just yeah, the fact that he's just brought it out and left it, and is <laughs> expecting his dad to do it uh, yep. when he gets home from work. But really nice. He feels like he's done a good job. Um, yeah, for sure. There's one on the 7th of July where uh, Charlie Brown's got some washing. He says, mom, mom wants me to have to hang up this pair of wet socks. So he's dum, 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 hanging up the socks in panel two. And then uh, panel three, he's like, how's that for a slick job? He's literally just put two pegs on two socks. He is happy with his work there. Uh, and then he's walking back into the house. He says, I bet I'd make a pretty good housewife. Um, so <laughs> my dad used to say that to me references really yeah he used to say that to me if I, if I was doing like the washing up or something and usually under duress because I'd never do the washing up you know no. voluntarily 
Um, he would always say something like, oh, you'd make someone a lovely wife one day. You know, the inherent yeah. misogyny there. But um, yes. that, yeah. that aside, they used, my dad used to say that to me. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. funny. And then there's a strip of violets talking about being a housewife as well. So there is yeah. there's quite a bit of, I think there was probably another one where he talks about his dad. Can't find it now. But yeah, lots of uh, family parental references, which have been occasionally dropped in, but more so in this month than any other month. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's, I think there's been a few. I think he has, he has mentioned his dad a, a, a bit before, but not a lot. Like, and his yeah. mum has featured in a couple as well, but like obviously yes. not, not in, not in frame, um, just right. out of frame. Um, uh, the only, the only other thing I was going to mention was in the final strip, July thirty first. I don't think think it's a particularly funny strip. However, panel one I like because Charlie Brown. Now we said that Charlie Brown with the comedy oversized. Um, uh, tennis net and with the oversized lawnmower here he is oversized because he is sitting on the world's smallest tricycle it's like one of them clown bikes they used to ride so not particularly like the strip but that panel is it gets me because the bike is so small yeah, yeah. Uh, oh it's anyway. hilarious and, he, and he's reverted back to his old shirt hasn't he there he hasn't got his, he hasn't oh, got yeah. his new shirt on he hasn't got his new shirt on Interesting. And, and also just actually now looking at on the 27th of July again he's reverted back to his old shirt no must, be his, must be his work shirt. Work shirt, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm just on on the tongues of Charlie Brown. There is also yep. the third tongues of Charlie Brown, which we brought up last week as well. 21st of July. Um, okay. I don't get the strip. Um, the mad money, the bag of mad money, and oh, again, yeah. and yeah. again, Patty. She's she's quite prone to giving Charlie Brown a whack on his bonds, and yep. yeah, so he gives she gives him a whack with the mad money bag, um, and he's got to, yeah. so he's got like I've just been hit, tongue out. That's tongues right, yeah. I think earlier on I said there's only one instance of Charlie Brown uh, tongue in this, and we've already seen like four others. So. <laughs> Again, observant chief there. <laughs> Don't trust anything I say either. Both of us, idiots. Ha- and how are we feeling about, how do you feel about the uh, the strips with Schroeder in? They're quite, they're quite like kind of, like it's like a one sort of type of gag at the moment, isn't it, with Schroeder? Yeah. Like Charlie Brown it's, trying to teach him something. the first instance of Schroeder talking here this month, where he oh, says yeah. bye, he says bye bye at the end of one strip with Charlie Brown. But yeah, it's kind of one note, you know, he's a baby, he can't do anything, he can't say anything, he just sits there and smiles, kind of yeah. gags. Um, yeah. I do like the one where yeah. he falls asleep, where Charlie Brown's teaching him to wink, and then yes. Tr- Schroeder closes both eyes, and the next thing, the final frame, you see the Zeds. Yeah. Charlie Brown That's, looks livid. Yeah, absolutely pissed off. Yeah. That's on the 17th of July. That's yeah. probably the strip before, takes place before the, the boxing one. He's like, you won't fall asleep on me, boy. I'll get you in a fight now. Yeah, so, yeah. I like yeah. it. But overall, yeah. uh, I stand by it. I, I think, you know, it's still one of the weakest months for me personally. But I'm going to go back and I'm going to, you know, give all the... I know you've been doing it recently where you're giving the strips marks out of 10, but I'm going to go back uh, and do that myself. So to find cool. out which is uh, my favourite months. Yeah, I mean they're all good months, really, aren't they? They're obviously, just, they're yeah. just, it's obviously, just yeah. comparatively to, to not the other months. Gonna, this is this is like there's like some facts in life: death, taxes, and if you read peanuts, it, you're not going to have a bad time. That's like the three <laughs> facts of life. That's it. That is. You can take those on a t-shirt. Through. On a t-shirt, yeah. chief. Yeah, I'd have to be XXL though with all those words. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but let's listen. August next month. Do you think we're going to get summer-based strips or not? Do you think Schultz is going to work his way into being um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, lining strips up with the seasons and the months of the year. Is he going to be seasonal? 
I think um, (laughs) I don't know. Like I remember Christmas, he was he was not that seasonal. Like there would be a couple. Actually, no, there are a couple of winter ones in there, but there there was like other ones where he was, where people were in like short sleeves and things. That was at at December, and we did actually on on the end of last last week's podcast. So last month, you you did make the point: is is he going to celebrate? Um, July Fourth, American Independence oh, yeah. Day, and, and, he and he doesn't. You didn't. No, 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 he no. didn't. And it was Halloween. Like he, it, when it was Halloween, when we did in his very first month, October nineteen fifty, yes. there was no Halloween strips. No, but um, we get one now in. But, but June. we get a couple now in June, yeah. July. Yeah. 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 Oh, very, yeah. very. Just literally before we go, uh, and I point you to, into the direction of the socials. After that ghost Pac-Man strip on July second, on July third, there's another. Uh, ghost based strip and again it's he's made a sheet for Snoopy to wear uh, and I think this is the first instance of Snoopy talking so is it actually Snoopy because in the third panel we've only ever seen Snoopy do question marks or the kind of hashed out angry black um, blobs but here yeah. whoever's under that thing actually says the words boo which leads me to believe it's not Snoopy it's maybe Schroeder or someone down on all fours <laughs> Um, even though the sheet is dog-esque shaped, I think that's a person, a kid down on all fours. That is, that is a theory that comes through the lack of salt on your um, on your potato <laughs> chip on your on your maize snacks. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it could be Schroeder. In which, I mean, if it is, I'm gonna have to re-go back and redo my friend count, aren't I? Um, <laughs> no, don't do that. Let's say I'm, go- I'm gonna say it's Snoopy. Okay, all right. Well, listen, if you've got a hot take on that or anything else, you can get in contact with us. You can get us on uh, wetalkpeanuts at gmail.com, talkingpeanuts on Instagram, and talkingnuts on X, formerly Twitter. And, yeah, get, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to give you shout-outs on the show. So be a fine, upstanding person and get in contact. But I think that is about it for us this week. So it's uh, goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Parky. Take care, all. See you later. Good grief. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts. Peanuts for us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, the peanuts for us. Charles Schultz was a man with a vision. Drawing comic strips was his mission And Peanuts soon became a newspaper thing So hot, hotter than a chicken wing It's all about little kids and the hijinks We're gonna pull back the curtain and have a glimpse So grab a drink and some chocolate sprinkled donuts We're gonna talk about this strip called Peanuts Peanuts, get on the bus These are the nuts Peanuts for us Peanuts, get on the bus These are the nuts, the peanuts for us and us Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts. Peanuts for us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the peanuts, peanuts, peanuts for us.